cine se los estrella presenta porque es Junkies con DJ Sonis. Ah, ah, ah. Juice. Chinks. And Boogie. We got two special guests in the building today. The first one I'm going to introduce them. We got my dog, DZ, in the building. Family friends. So we so knew so him so for so years. So. He knew me since my diapers were shitty. Real shitty, real shitty. This is my dog since day one. And we got the biggest boss, the boss man of LMP in the building, Jose Leche Filion. Give it up for that. Hefe, hefe, hefe. I'm glad to be here. It's a horrible intro. It's all good. The milk guy, the milk man, Bajuanaga, Panda. <laughs> Some call me the white man from the big <laughs> republic. <laughs> Why did he call you Leche? Because Leche means lyrically elevated, cipher, hypernated, extraordinaire. <laughs> he just made that shit up. Right no, 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 no. <laughs> that, 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 when he was rapping in his rap I days. Be, I used to freestyle back in high school. Yo, so that's what it means. Yo, you know what's rap. crazy? The thing is being for real because he has a book, a journal of him, uh, uh, rhymes and lyrics. I used to rap. Wait, wait. So what does this stand for again? Lyrically elevated, cipher, hypernated, extraordinaire. Hyper? And, Hyper. And it also means milk in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Milk. Leche, if you didn't know what that means. <laughs> and I'm also white Dominican, so matches my skin complexion. You don't want to tell them about your old rap name before Leche? Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leak that out later. I, I, I'll spit you a line, though. You already know. You ready? All y'all going under, like deodorant under my armpits. I'm sick. I'm with it. <laughs> Yo, I thought the nigga was really No, no, no. My favorite freestyle was beat, beat, boat, boat, swing, swing, chop, chop. What? That's a sound when the MCs get popped, so don't come around my town with the hip and hop. <laughs> Yo. Bro, I'm telling you, I was a little jit listening to this guy rap. I'm like, who is this guy? And then we got the other guy, Derek, in the building. DZ, explain who you are, DZ, to people that don't know you already. He's a hemp grower. I'm the infamous hemp. Grow up. Hey. hey. Explain, explain. Hemp hey. <laughs> is another word for cannabis, if y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be growing uh, the specialties. Okay. The, you're going to school for that right now, aren't you? Uh, I just passed my class for it. Ooh. Ooh. But about went to school. Yo, all, all my State weed of Florida got it. Up easy. Okay. Shout out to Learn Sativa. Hey. Yo, yo, speaking about weed, what's your favorite strand? Wow, that's there's way too many. But I would have to say, <laughs> what's your Mount Rushmore strands? <laughs> <laughs> you, got four, you got four to pick. Four to pick. Um, I would definitely have to say either Sour Diesel, uh, Sour Khalifa, Khalifa Kush, Oof, Strong uh, Louis the Thirteen, Strong, Damn. and um, I say White Widow. White Ooh. Nice. Okay. White I don't Widow. do drugs, so I don't know what that means or anything. I like Girl Scout. Cookies. What's your top? What's your top four in uh, alcohol? I don't drink alcohol he, either. He don't even that drink. Liar. Every time I go to Lecce's house. You love Blue Label. You know, I have Blue Label, but I drink <laughs> it on occasions. It's special. I, I'm a social drinker. I drink socially. When somebody comes to my house, I serve my little shot, and I take a shot with them, and that's it. I don't drink like that. And I, I, can, have, I can vouch for that. That's true. Nah, he right. He and right. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm very straightforward with everything I do in life. So since you speak, you're a liar. <laughs> since, since for real, since you're already okay. speaking, let everybody know who you are and what is LMP. <sighs> who I am? Well, you guys introduced me already. Um, LMP is a entertainment marketing company located in New York City. Started in 2003. Um, I started it with a friend of mine named Eddie Reyes. <clears throat> Uh, I started it when I was in the United States Army serving for this great country called the United States of America. 
and in my laboratory of my dorm room in the army at night after I would get off training and shooting targets I would be on the computer building a website uploading mixes and music and doing those sorts um, basically what we do is we market and promote DJs and artists on our website and we give our fans and followers um, new mixes daily music every day on our website and we've been doing that since 2003 we have over a million views a day Word. We have over 140 DJs worldwide. Oof. Wait, you said a million views well, a day. Talk that talk. Um, He's very like mod, like super modest right now. Just a yeah. million a day. Just, just a million. million. Nah, because I like I don't like to come off like I'm cocky. I've never been that type of person. Um, but I state facts. Um, we also we have um, a studio in New York City in the Bronx, four four six four five Bronx Boulevard. If y'all want to come by the LMP Studios, we opened it around uh, five years ago. Um, took a lot of money and took a lot of time to build it, but we have a studio there, photography and video. We have our own podcast, awesome. our own LMP radio, our own DJ room, and our own offices where we run things. And I fly back and forth handling business. Awesome. Nice. You've actually had you a couple uh, artists come through. Yeah, I've had many artists. I've had I had 50 Cent in my studio. I had Chinks before he died in my studio. I had a gang here. I had every... Reggaeton. Oh, by the by the way, we focus on the Latin market. If that's by the if you didn't know, um, so we've had like um, almost every Latin artist you could think of. We've marketed um, for Sony. We've marketed for many lab- different labels. Uh, Romeo, Romeo's first album. We, we were the street marketing team. We helped promote the album. Um, we wrapped up a couple vans. We also promote for brands like Presidente, Nuvo. Uh, Budweiser beer. We wrapped many vans and did promotion and marketing, uh, guerrilla marketing over there in New York City and worldwide. So you would say there's a lot of artists that you helped their careers. Uh, yeah, I never, I never, I never take credit in saying, "Well, I blew this artist up," because okay. um, that sounds cocky. At the end of the day, those artists earned their right to be where they are. We played a part in many artists and where they're at, um, especially in the bachata scene when it was really hot back in. Uh, 07, when Prince Royce was first coming out, when Romeo first started rapping off by himself, we we helped market and push their music worldwide with our DJs. And nothing is, um, everything was, it wasn't done by me, by myself. You know, um, it was done by a team, a collective of all of us that worked together to make those things happen and make who we are today. How many work. DJs do you say you have? I have 140, over 140. Did you think worldwide as well, right? Yeah, I have... Um, I have in Europe, I have in Switzerland, uh, in uh, France, in Paris, I have in Holland, I have in Spain. Um, what else? What other countries in Europe? Colombia, the oil. I also, yeah, I have Colombia, I have Dominican Republic, I have a whole DJ crew in Puerto Rico. I'm all over the United States. Um, where would you say? Canada is, also. Where would Ooh. you say is your most popular fan base? Uh, the United States. That's good. That's you, when you check your stats, like, do you see uh, what state, beside, aside from Florida and New York? Um, New York New York, and Florida, uh, the whole East Coast is more heavy. When I look at the Google stats, I have Google Analytics. But besides that, bef- besides everything, I, I guess when you guys ask me more questions on how I started more in depth, I could let you know. Um, I'm a web designer and programmer, so kind of help build what I've done. Um, so I see all the stats, and we get heavy hits from the New York area. Boston area, um, Virginia, Florida, 
the West Coast too, like California. We actually get a lot of hits from England. Nice. Wow, a nice. lot. There's a lot of Spanish people in England, already. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of Spanish people in Europe. Period. In Switzerland, we also get a lot of hits. I have a lot of DJs in Europe, and I'm um, in Switzerland. I'm sorry. Um, DJ Nika, DJ Jopi, DJ Dalka. Um, also have you know I have heavy heavy DJs that DJ with big art Latin artists like <laughs> Rafi Mercenario. He's uh, Daddy Yankee's DJ. I got DJ Robin. He's Don Omar's DJ. I got DJ Molza. He's Akan. His DJ. I got DJ Laser. He's Zion Lennox's DJ. Sheesh. So, you know, and then other DJs have that have been DJs for other artists too. So I've the DJ wise we're heavy. I say we're known as a DJ more than anything group. People come to our website to get mixes more than anything. The most hits we get is off of mixes, and, you know. And then we got the famous street DJs, Danny S, Santana, San Juan, R1, Arsonist. I was waiting for you to say uh, that. If you were seven, I was about to just walk out. Like, right. yeah, yeah. Arsonist, Arsonist, been with me. Besides that, you're my brother, and you're interviewing me. He knows everything, but he's been with me since day one. Original Dandara. Um, I remember when we had the MySpace LMP page. Yeah. Oh, shit. When you started LMP, how many DJs were there? Um, it was just David, Arsonist, um, E-Tunes, and Blade Too Much. And uh, those were the original DJs. Damn. I thought you and had, like, Magic and Aurinho. No, they came later in the second oh, phase. And when I first started, to be honest, LMP, when it first started, we were the first ones um, to create a... I was the first one to create a website where people can go and download music from DJ mixes. I was the first. I came up with that when I was in the Army in 2003. Because I was so in tuned into the culture, my Dominican culture, that I wanted to create something for my people where they can go and visit. And I was always been into mixing and DJing because of my father and my uncles and music. And my brother and my cousins, Danny S. and all them, they're all DJs. So I always kind of wanted to be a DJ, but I never really wanted to be a DJ. Yeah. So I kind of always wanted to create something. I've always been like a creator. I always like to create things. And um, so when I created LMP with my partner, Eddie Reyes, I told him, yo, we got to build a website. And, we, and if we put mixes, it's going to be dope because there's nothing like that. So I was basically the originator of putting mixes on a website. And that's how we our buzz started. And what I l- looked at it was... If I could get DJs, good DJs, I know how to DJ, and put them behind me, I could build this. So I never accepted DJs that were trash, yeah. that didn't know how to mix. And back then, there was no Serato. Back then, it was CDs, uh, CDJs, yeah. and, um, and then-ons, and records. And um, so that's all I accepted. I only accepted DJs that didn't know how to mix. They had to submit a mix, and they know they had to know how to mix did, to be part of LMP. Did you expect it to blow up the way it did? Nah, because this was always a hobby. Mm. I never took this as um, a career, but it turned into a career when it, it started exploding. And I and I realized, and I told my partner, Eddie, like, yo, this shit is getting bigger than what we thought. And we just started, kept going and going. And, you know, and I've always been humble about it. I never, I never been greedy about anything I do in life. When you're mm-hmm. greedy in life, nothing goes right for you. When you're egotistic... When you don't have patience, things don't go right. That's true. When you try to fuck people over, it don't go right. I mean, some people don't know this. Of course, I do. But I'm sure you know the answer to this question. When did LMP really escalate when, when we started that radio show, correct? Yeah, when I started, um, we were the first, one of the first ones to do Ustream radio. 
basically I had the I had the website already popping and people were going to the website to get music. And um so to be honest, it's 2017. There's kids that are tw- that were like 18. Al- uh, uh 18, I'm sorry. And there's kids that were <laughs> <laughs> there's kids that were that grew up on LMP that were like yeah. 10 years old and they're like 20 something mm-hmm. now. And, and they're like, yo, I've been listening to LMP since I was like 10 years old or seven years old. I remember my cousin, Jessica, in New York. She used to teach over there in New York City. She told me, yo, you know that all my kids, all my students in the class, they go on your website to listen to music. And when she told me, I started laughing because, you know. And so the kids from that generation that are older now have been listening to LMP. Um but what what was the question? I'm sorry. I said like, when did you really see it escalate when that radio show started? Yeah, I guess yeah. The UStream we, when we started doing UStream, we we're the first ones to do live uh, live DJing on UStream. So before Facebook Live, before that, we were the originators. Yeah. Um, of that also with uh, Montreux show. Yeah. So basically, when we started doing that, we like I've always um tried to pioneer and innovate LMP to something different. So Ustream is kind of like when we started growing up, people started following. They liked all the shows that we were doing with the DJs. I had the shows with each DJs. And then um, then we started pioneering into more the social media platform in terms of um, like uh, SoundCloud. So before SoundCloud became big, I was the originator that made that shit popular with the Latin DJs. Nobody knew what SoundCloud was. No, I, I remember. Nobody that. knew what it was. Nobody. That's and we were and we were the first ones to use SoundCloud and put mixes there, but then it got all fucked up with the copyright shit. Yeah. <laughs> so now we don't use SoundCloud no Everybody more. Everybody uses MixCloud and nah, shit and but everything else. I, but but long story short, we <laughs> originated the SoundCloud movement, and I now that I want to say we get credit, but we don't get the credit in the sense that. Our DJs were the first ones to put a lot of mixes on SoundCloud. I had over, before they deleted my account, I had over a million followers on SoundCloud. And they deleted us. And I'll never forget, Sony fucking fucked me over. <laughs> I was doing a promotion for Prince Royce. And they um, they gave me the permission to put the music up. I asked them to. And I was another division of Sony. And they said no. And they uh, they did a copyright infringement on me and, and canceled my account. And after wow. that, I decided to create my own SoundCloud, and I did, which we have now, which is the LMP cloud. It's an internal cloud, and basically, when you go to LMP now, everything's internally, like, you know, and there's no copyright infringement or anything like that. All the labels, you know, I get permissions from them to promote and do the music, and there's no thing because Sony had like a little yourself. war going on with SoundCloud, and now, from what I heard, SoundCloud's all fucked up anyway. So I'm glad. It is. So you're building, so you've been building platforms is what it sounds like, right? And they've been going well. Do you have any plans for like another platform, different route? Um, I'm always trying to innovate and do different things. Um, In this industry, you always got to try to do, take chances. I think anything you do in life, you have to take chances. Um, So I try to take chances. You know, we took a chance building a studio. We took a chance doing the website thing we took a chance doing marketing promotions so my uh, uh i don't like to say my secrets that we're working on but one thing that we are working on is we've always had a record pool where we service music to djs and uh to labels and stuff like that that give us the music so i basically been building um an application for windows and mac computers where it's a custom app for re- our record pool so instead of 
the old usage that we use now, um, we've been working on that. We invested over $20,000 into it. And it's going to be the new revolution in terms of DJs looking for music and, and us servicing the music towards them. Because when I do all these things, I don't do it for the fame. I never, I never, like, I don't care if people know who I am. All the DJs know, like, I've never been the type to be like, I'm the boss. Yeah, never. I never, I never try to come off like I'm better than anybody. I never try to say, because nobody's better than anybody in life. Everybody is equal in my eyes. Everybody just has their own different lane and what they do in life. And what I do is I try to stay humble. And, and in my lane, I try to create these platforms that service what I'm doing. And I enjoy what I'm doing. That's the thing with a lot of people that I think that in, in times like now that people don't do what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, they get jobs and they live this this comfort Conformity. Yeah, and I, 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 I wake up anytime I want, and I get, I pay myself, you know. So like that's both. <laughs> so you know, I, that's why I always tell somebody: if you have a dream, if you like to do something, do it, mm-hmm. you know, and just figure out how the money's gonna come. Because I remember when I didn't have no money and I was broke, and me and my partner Eddie, you know. We're struggling, you know. It's everything you do in life is a struggle, but if you work through that adversity and you try to strive for greatness, it's gonna happen regardless, and nobody can stop it. That's nobody. When, that's when you were driving that two tone Honda. Yeah, I had a two tone <laughs> Honda once. Oh what? Those were the, early, the, the early and I used days. to ask you for rides. <laughs> that was the earlier days, and then I moved up. You know, moved up, leveled up, <laughs> I leveled up. Seven forty five when the first came out. Ooh. Sheesh. Yeah. I, had, I remember the my beamers. I do miss my beamers. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got the serious talk out the way, uh, so how about those Patriots losing <laughs> the Super Bowl? <laughs> the Super Bowl. At the end of the day, for those who don't know, Leche is a very a diehard Patriots I'm, fan. I'm a diehard. I when I wake up in the morning, I go to the Patriots blogs to read them. When I go to before I go to sleep, I read Patriots blogs. Before and I, all day, I'm reading about Patriots. Like he's ready to get a Tom Brady face tat. So yeah. you know, you know, Tom Brady's like whole biography and everything. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like, I know the death charts. I know the positions that everybody plays. I know the numbers. I know the whole offensive line. I know the defensive line. I know who we signed, who we got on the practice squad. I'm very, I'm very diehard when it comes to my team. Um, when we lost, it hurt me, but it didn't hurt me because. It didn't hurt me as bad because we beat the shit out of the Falcons. And I said after that Super Bowl, I was like, after the Super Bowl, I don't, I don't care if we lose or win after this because this was the greatest comeback ever. And then, you know, at the game, of course, it hurt me in a way, but not as much because after the last Super Bowl, it kind of like justified the greatness of Tom Brady. And at the end of the day, Tom Brady threw for fucking 500 yards and what was it, like four touchdowns. And he still lost the Super Bowl, so you can't really blame him. Um, our defense play like shit, um, like real shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and I watched the Super Bowl again because I have it recorded, and I rewatched it a couple times. And this man, be watching film. And no, I watch film like if I'm a coach. And <laughs> they gonna be watching <laughs> film. You got an iPad at the stand. That nigga calls Belichick like, yo, uh, you should. I'm dead ass serious. You got the polo on. My only regret in life is that I I didn't proceed and play football and. Like become a coach or anything like that because I really like the schemings. I like, I like the chess. I like, I like what you know. I like the game. I really like the game. I'm a baseball fanatic too. Well, I mean LMP. You know you can sponsor but, uh, football and baseball teams. 
But yeah, so when they lost, I was fucking, I was tight, B. But at the end of the day, our defense played like shit. He had the whole, all day to throw the, the football. There was no fucking, there was no rush, and we had no linebackers. All our linebackers were hurt in the Super Bowl. So we didn't have anybody to guard the running back that kept going shallow routes. And they were getting easy passes. These niggas like these. These I know you a diehard Patriots fan. Can you? What can you add to this? (laughs) We should have won that Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, So should have won that Super Bowl. There you go. But anyways, all the all the Philly fans can suck my dick though. (laughs) And and the Giant fans too. Do me do me. Eli Manning is not Hall of Fame worthy either. I don't care what anybody says. Do me a favor. You said fuck Philly fans, but just say free Meek. Oh, free McMill? Yeah. I nah, bro. I ain't saying free McMill, bro. You know why? It's it's an abuse that they put on that long. But at the end of the day, like, they already warned you. Why you doing stupid shit, bro? Like, well, why you being ignorant for? Yeah. That's what's wrong with our society. Like, there's rules to the society. You got to follow them. And sometimes, you know, you're not God. And you got to humble yourself. And I think he won't be humble. So I didn't think he put himself in that situation. Exactly. And I, I don't agree with them, th- like, throwing, the, throwing him in for those many years. They could just give him, like, a month, you know. I didn't think you did the crime. You got to do the time. Yo, so it's you- like, it's like you know, if you're selling whatever you're selling and you get caught and you fucking snitch, then you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Bitch. You got to do that time, bro. Hey, DJ, what you trying to do is legal, right? <laughs> 100% All right, cool. 100%. Making sure, watch out for that shit. No, well, well, <laughs> well, well let me he clarify that. Let me oh, clarify no, that. I, I'm not a street person because I will snitch on everybody. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm not doing time for nobody. All right. Yeah. This is 100% so, I don't put right myself in that position, bro. I respect everybody's hustle, though. I don't I don't hate on nobody's hustle. Yo, so, DZ, so everything you're doing is, is good. It's legal, right? It is legal in the eyes of the state of Florida and other states that have made it legal. But in the federal... It is not legal. So federal, so do not, federal do not can tell you can right now. Them. Do not grow weed yeah. at home. So yeah. do you, you can know? Still go to jail. Do you know where we stand right now with that? As far as our state laws, uh, the state laws are the exact same. What we know, what I know, is that uh, Florida is actually trying to adopt the Colorado rules oh. and laws. So hopefully by twenty twenty. On the ballot, everybody goes out and votes for it to become recreational. Shout out to Morgan um, and Morgan. Big but, time, Morgan. But, but <laughs> it's, still, it's still against the law in the federal federal government's eyes. It does not matter what state you are in. In federal eyes, so the, F, the, F, the feds can come after you, though. So, question. Do you think... I'm just going to be smoking, you, like, two woods a night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> DZ, do you think we should... Le- uh, Florida, Orlando should legalize marijuana, and why? Most definitely. Well, I, every single state should legalize marijuana. Uh, the biggest part is uh, not because not, you love weed or just because. No, 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 no. The, the the benefits of it. I mean, uh, what it does. You're given the option um, for somebody to actually. It heals. It does, and a lot of people don't know that. And, and you know, a lot of people think it's just that category one uh, drug that's enforced by the uh, federal government, but. It, it's actually helped a lot of people. Well, one thing that I've pieced together is that it, it's aimed to help a lot of children that are going through some, I guess, mental disabilities or some things like that. And then they also all the elderly people. So, And that's what we have here. I mean, we have a lot of families here. Generally, we have a lot of people retiring here. So I definitely think not just because, you know, I smoke. 
<laughs> Who does it? Really? But you know, it? I Who just think it? it's yeah. That shit don't smoke. Nah, I don't like to waste money. <laughs> I'll just see, you can see it as that now, but then I, I mean, you gotta I, look at it like like. I'm not against it. I just I just personally don't. I don't waste money on things unnecessary. I try to live my life like a Jew, so. That's true. Yo. So, he cheap, so, he cheap. So, so you think. <laughs> Why he looked at me like that? <laughs> Look at his face. He is Did you see how he looked at he me? Is cheap as hell. All up. <laughs> so, DZ, do you think if we legalize marijuana, the crime rates will go down? Most definitely. Oh yeah. yeah. Hell mo- yeah. You gotta Absolutely. look at it as it's all. You the know, system. people aren't gonna be doing it for and trying to hide it anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, they don't exactly. need to hide it. You know. So now, like, I I personally don't think. We should legalize any opioids or anything like that. No, opioids. It doesn't no, matter. There's, already, there's the an epidemic sad, going the, on right the now. The sad part is, is that it is legal. And the doctors ex- write yep, scripts ex- every day. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I'm part. saying. And that's why I think they should legal, um, make that illegal and legalize yep. marijuana. What about what about buying guns? Who, what, what I think about buying guns? No. At Me, a young age, at like 18 Well, years speaking old. from thank a veteran's perspective. Um, by the way, thank you for serving our country. Yeah, thank yeah, you thank for you. serving. You're, you're very welcome. Even though all you do is jump out of planes and just land, but it's well, okay. <laughs> hey, he's airborne, baby. I'm an airborne. Talk about, talk about that. I'm an airborne paratrooper. I was scared the first time I jumped out of a plane. This Dominican, white-skinned, this skinny-ass dude jumping out of a plane. How high was, how high was it? Uh, it was 800 feet. What? what? No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm straight. You have time I, to pull your parachute? Yeah, I was. I closed my eyes and I just jumped out. Yeah, I would have closed my eyes too. <laughs> Ten feet is not And when I opened them, I was on the floor, so I would have so shoot myself. So you didn't jump with somebody first before? You just jumped on your <laughs> own the very first time. You, well, in the army, when you first they they first train you before, like you you pretend like how it's gonna do, and then when they suit you up and they put the parachute on you. Um, hatch on into the plane. You actually don't pull your parachute. It, it there's a there's a line inside that you hook up your line to, and it pulls you when you jump out. So um, when you when you're going in a line to jump out the plane, if you don't jump out, they'll push you out. And but you know they say that, but technically the the proper army term is if you don't if you don't want to jump out and you tell them you're scared, they'll they'll warn you three times. They'll ask you, and then they'll. You uh, you get in a big trouble. Like it's like almost like a like a federal offense in your term. Yeah, because like, it's like insubordination. Yeah, there you go. That's the proper word. And um, so basically, you know, when we jump out, we just it's just you just jump out. You, you just jump go. out with your rifle in hand, right? Of course, you jump. You was well, like in a bag on your um left or right hand side. And, um, Is anybody and a rucksack too? You gotta jump with a yeah. what a, a fifty to eighty pound rucksack too. <laughs> oh, so yeah. with your weight with the weapon, you you're probably flying. you're probably putting like whatever you weigh, or like another hundred and fifty pounds on top of you. <sighs> Damn, That's full force going down. Yeah, so when you're in the air, you gotta pull this little lever to lower the rucksack because if you don't, you could you could hurt your knees or break your legs because you you can't land with your rucksack. Yeah, so you kind of let go of the bag, so it's like connected on a line to you. So it's kind of like flying in the air while yeah. you're about to land, where you peel off. Mm-mm. Sheesh. But, yeah, so uh, in terms of the rifles, um, I'm so against it. Um, and, you know, the reason why I'm against it is because the same weapon the kid used in the school to kill people was the same weapon we used in war. So I don't I don't see what it, why civilians need those type of weapons like... I, I don't think we should take no any guns away from anybody, but those type of weapons, weapons are not needed for civilians, honestly. That's crazy. Um, handguns, 
is is fine to me. You know, right regular hunting rifles because it's not like you're hunting with an AR r- rifle. I've never seen anybody hunting with it. I have one in my house, to be honest with you. Yeah, I have it modified. I have it l- hooked up and all that. And um, I personally don't even really need it. I got it because I I used you to like shoot it, in the yeah. army. You know. Um, but I personally don't need it. You know, people, you know, people want to make it seem like it's this big deal. You're taking rights away because these people have this like um, this idea like, oh, if they start taking our guns away, they start taking all our rights away. And I don't think it's that. It's just you got to be we, we're a society that's growing and times change. You have to change with the times. And at the end of the day, we have some demented children that need mental health. There's a lot of mental illnesses going on. And that people are not recognizing, then these kids need help. And if you let them have access to weapons, and it's so easy to buy a weapon, I could sell a weapon to anybody right now, and I don't have to report it. Yeah, that's 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 bad. That's crazy. But if I buy a car, I have to report it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, so how does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. And then you have this lobbyist NRA that you know they act like they want to protect the people, but they pick and choose their fights. You know. You know, when a when a black man has a gun on them and and a cop kills them, they don't go over there for trying to protect the rights because a black man had the gun on him. They pick and choose their fights, you know. Exactly. You know, and it's sad. It's but every time. So I'm just waiting for the white people 50 and older to die so this country could change. <laughs> Damn. Because those, those are the ones that vote Trump. Actually, I don't. Hey, we're not allowed to say that name. Yes, you're right. I'm not, I'm not mad at Trump. He's a savage. I think he's funny. Um. I think he does things. He's an egotistic, narcissistic person, but he does things a lo fuck because he can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't even think he thought he was going to win, but his rhetoric of uh, of appealing to older white males that this country is changing, they're about to take this country away from you. You know, he was spinning those those lines that that they were feeling, that racism they grew up with. You know, a lot of white people that grew up in our age, our age group, we didn't grow up with the racism. We grew up with black and Spanish yeah. and, and loving each other and Who, shit like that. We went that. to school with interracial. Yeah, so these these guys, you know, they grew up with the the racism. The Like, racism has been around forever, you know? And, you know, Spanish uh, us Spanish people need to give props to the African-Americans because they paved the way for us to be here and be able to be open and do what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think we do that enough and give them credit, especially mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. That's right. Um, Amen. So you think when um, like an eighteen, nineteen year old goes buys a gun, it should be more. Sh- it should be more tough for them. Well, I don't think um, it should be twenty one and up, and I don't think it should be more background checks, better background checks. Um, from what I remember, right, the ATF or the FBI can't even know like the paperwork or something. I saw a documentary on it. I forgot. Um, they can't even see the paperwork or some shit. That's how like what because yeah. they're well, personal information. Yes, yeah, even though they have it anyway, but yeah, yeah right. supposedly. And then you know, at the end of the day, they, what's the eighteen? I like I don't mind. You know, it's just there's levels to it, and I think there should be a a, a fee that you know you got to see a psychic, uh, 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 somebody, a therapist or something right. that before that, you get a class three be, weapon. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you gotta when you go drive, you gotta take a test, right? So why can't you take a test to buy a weapon? So the government because these people don't even know how to shoot a weapon correctly either. Well, it, that's kind of scary. The, the biggest yeah. the biggest problem is is because it's our right as an amendment. Like, no, that's it, why you don't need need to go take a class to own a gun. But it sh- they should they can add it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It, you're right. Is that, you're not taking the weapon away. You're basically just telling them at the end of the day. So why don't we have? Why do convicts have the right not to have a weapon or vote? 
Well, the government the government is trying. <clears throat> excuse me. From what I've heard, is that they are trying to implement some way for them to have a behavior analysis for for everybody who's trying to you know buy a concealed weapon. Yeah, yeah. And and at the end of the day, these these lobbyists, the NRA lobbyists, they're gonna stop all those things. We live in a society of money, and if they're giving the money. And it just, honestly, those kids that marched, I was really proud of them because it's a courage. And then you see all these older people writing, the, or y- even younger people writing this, oh, what are they doing, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, you know, It took balls to do what they did, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they don't understand what it means to be shot at. I've been shot at before, and it, it's dramatizing. And to see your fellow students, you're not even trained for war. I was trained for war. They weren't trained for war. And they saw other kids get their shit blown off. And I read some senators say that, oh, these kids need to learn CPR. Motherfucker, CPR, CPR after, you you? after you're in shock. CPR is not going to help somebody bleeding, first Through of trauma? all. Fuck so, so, you know, their narrative needs to change. And it's going to change. While these young kids growing up, you know, all these older people are going to go older. And they're gonna, we're going to push them out. <laughs> <laughs> and the younger people are going to vote, bro. Mm-hmm. And then when that happens, change is going to come, you know. And it's not the liberal, it's not conservative, you know. Um, it's not even about that. It's just about, I have a daughter. I don't want my daughter growing up knowing that she could get shot. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if my daughter was there and she got shot, I'm coming after everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, you say that. So what what do you think about teachers them passing it to allow them to carry weapons? That's, 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 I think that's okay. No, that's stupid. You, you Why? That's, that's stupid. Students Beca- still have access. They because, might still have access to because, that. Because at the end of the I day, a teacher didn't go to school, didn't go to college to become an officer. That's why we pay cops. Exactly. Number that's one. That's very true. Why, why so do we need... So then the school has to pay for more cops. No, exactly. They need more security. They need, they need security, better security. Armed security. Mm-hmm. And, better, exactly. and, better, and better law to govern our, our, our youth and our people. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, my brother, Sandy Hook... I don't know if you guys know what Sandy Hook was. Come on, mm-hmm. Yes, of course. That's one of, of the course. saddest fucking... Massacre. Daughter, my, my daughter's three. Kids that were three, five, six, seven years old on the floor dead. And we didn't pass a law to change anything then. It's not going to change. And that was, real, that was real early before all the, these yeah, shootings Yeah, and happened. you know, so it's like, it's, a, it's enough, bro. Like, come on. Like, it's some common sense, you know? But that's definitely a stupid... That's a stupid law to even come up with because even teachers can snap and lose their shit in a minute. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or, or if a teacher gets in a fight with a student, with the a student, student grabs a gun. It's already yeah, happening. And then and you the, see, you see at the end of the day, a teacher is not supposed to, teacher's supposed to teach. They're not Yeah, a it cop. should be in the right hands. And even exactly. cops need to get trained better, too, but that's Absolutely. another story. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I love so cops. Don't get me wrong. I'm metal detectors and TSA at schools. Nah, it's not gonna be nah. like that. It doesn't even have to go that well, far. What I, what I think I mean, is, shit. my but opinion, the way things are looking, it, it could go of, that way. At the end of the day, you can't stop tragedy from always happening, but you could prevent, prevent from a lot of things from happening or limit. Exactly, limit well, access to certain things. Well, Absolutely. look at it like this, also, bro. You're a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. How many vets do you see in homeless in the streets? All the time. Okay, those vets right there. Put them in schools. Nah, but a lot of a lot of our veterans have mental health issues. That's true too. So I you just can't. You just you just can't pull stress. any. Yeah, you just can't pull a lot of these vets that or injuries. Yeah, but there's a lot of vets that are good. You know, that are good that you know they could qualify. But then that's why we have cops. That's their job. They're supposed to protect our children from from things like that. That's why they should be there. You know, not one cop, one deputy. It should be two or three, just stationed in each school, making sure everything's doing good. You know. 
So do you think that um, the students should have marched to the sheriff's office and the police station? Yes, and, 100%. You know? yeah. I feel I like mean, it's, they it's, went it's to it's the it's governor. It's, it's, it's all right as an American. It's it's all right. I fought for this country. For, for Absolutely. Y'all, for y'all. Even the Ku Klux Klan has a right to protest. You know, right. I don't like them, but they have a right to say what they want to say. Right. I don't agree with their views, but I think they, as an American, that's what makes our country great. What makes our country great is all these views, but what makes our country even better is when we come together. Mm-hmm. So That's why it's called the United States. I'm just spitting knowledge on here, you know? I, no, you I, I, still, still, I, still, I, funny, I still vote TSA at the, uh, from the entrance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, those 3D scans? Those 3D <laughs> scans, everything. Yo, why not? I want my daughter to be yeah, safe. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the 3D, you could walk into school with a weapon, shoot him. What's the 3D scan going to do? Now, if you got somebody, I, I see what you're saying, but. Entrance, at the entrance. You got to go through you. TSA, just like at the airport. Okay. And there, there's already schools that actually have those. Schools there up is. North, that's yeah. what I'm trying to tell you. You know, schools up north, I mean, like in New York, they always have metal Yeah, but you got to hear what Arsha said. The, the scans that you go through put your hands, your hands in your hands up. Yeah. I don't and give a fuck. Just like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better take the airport. Shoes off. Shoes off and everything. Everything out of your you pocket. Know, you know what's wrong? Belt off. What, 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 what's wrong, too, is that these kids, um, there's a lot of bullying going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, more than ever. I think, like, I was bullied. I think everybody's been bullied one time in their life. Somebody made fun of you. Never never have. Shit, not me. I'm not going to lie. You, no, you was never only white boy, and I went to a predominantly black school. No, no, but I mean, I don't Evans. mean like I was bullied. Like <laughs> I don't mean E-high. like I was bullied. Like I was crying. I mean, like somebody made fun of me and hurt my feelings one time, and I got mad. But you know, but I mean, like a lot of these kids, they have social media where they take a little too far. You know, yeah. So a lot of things, you know, oh, you saw what that person posted or this person what they did. And a lot of things goes to like ego or I'm better than you. Or, exactly. Yeah, and, it's true. And, and that shit is stupid. Like you know, a lot of these kids need to. Um, so you got we have to adapt with with the new technology, um, with the bullying and stuff yeah, like social that. Social media and, has definitely changed the you world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Instead of these kids for success, a lot of these kids are not set up for success, especially uh, Hispanics and uh, African Americans. You know, we're not set up to success, to be successful. We're set up to fail. Yeah. So. But we got to make it happen as a society because if we can make everybody win, then this country could prosper and we can make America great again. Man. Quote Trump. Ooh. I like that. We need more vets like you. He just quote Trump. <laughs> we need more we do not like say you. Trump on this podcast. Unless, Bro, unless I don't Trump, like that name. Unless Trump we is say just, fuck Trump. At the end of the day, Trump is just fuck one Trump. person. I, I feel like we... We he like has no, he has really we, no control. We like to blame. We he like do, to, he we, does have control. We ha, he has control that. to he a does. certain level. To a certain level. But he, but at the end of the day, we have a Congress. He's we have checks and balances. At the end of the day, our Congress needs to act on a lot of things. A lot of people are like ninety years old. They're gonna die. He yet? just says crazy shit. It makes everybody mad. Nobody yeah. likes him because of that. Yeah. You know, some, I'm gonna be honest. There's some things that he say. He's not wrong about. It's just the way he says, says it, it and approaches it. He could be smart about how he says things. I I you know. But I think that we have a Congress, and the Congress is the people that need to act, and that's who we need to vote in. Not the president; they only have a certain amount of power. He's you know? just a face, exactly. But he does have control over certain things. But at the end of the day, too, our Congress has control, and they need to act and do things accordingly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We All need right. to come together like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was the a, Avengers. that was a hint. That was a little loophole. Little okay, curveball. so so basically. <laughs> You guys heard about the ratings. Yes. Sell yeah. tickets. Right? They're Pre-sale. beating all numbers. Black Panther. Pre-sale. 
They're even beating yeah. Black Panther? Yeah. Yep. Well, Black Panther's in the movie anyway. So. Uh, Black Panther was all right. T'Challa! What? Was right. To what? T'Challa! What, what do you guys expect from this Infinity War Avengers? It's going to be the greatest the, the Avengers going to be dope. From, I'm going to tell everybody. Well, I'm going to fuck Prima? everybody's shit up right now. Oh, Be mellow. Did you already see it? Because I have. No, nah, I haven't seen it. I am a movie bootlegger. Don't come after me, FBI. It's but, the ice. It's ice. Uh, you got to worry about uh, I, have, um, <laughs> I have a friend from a friend that works at Marvel in New York City. And he knows the like the storyline. And I'm going to say it on the air because I'm just like that. You go to yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, so spo- yeah. spoiler, like alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Go ahead and say it. Well, from what I was told, it's going to be like a timeline thing. Um, supposedly, Thanos is going to fuck everybody up and start killing them. And then he's going to use the time, the um, the Infinity Stones to go back in time or to go back in time and kill all each Avenger. So supposedly they had to reshoot every scene like from all the older movies and and they had to fight him off in each time. Some supposedly that was the storyline. Oh, that's, that's pretty dope. dope. That's what I was told. Was in those lines. I don't know if I got it right correctly, yeah. but supposedly he goes back in time to kill each Avenger. Well, I mean, it makes sense because like I know he kills a couple of them, that's for sure. Captain I, I know Captain America's done. <clears throat> he's out. Yeah. He's dead. Less. But I'm saying but it makes sense like, you know, he's going to he in this world he's probably going to kill him and then their younger selves going to come yeah, it's going to be a timeline thing. Once he gets the time stone, then he can really go back in time and kill their younger selves so that they never exist. That's what I That's that, what he's, he's going to eventually what, try to do. That's what I um my friend that his friend that is a comic book writer in Marvel told him. So, the story so like? Marvel DC. Uh you're a Superman fan too. Um DC I I feel like a lot of people hit on DC movies, but they make they make good movies. They just make movies that they're just not like Marvel. It's no, it's just different. It's, it's neutral. It's not, you know, if you really think about it. DC is more dark. Yeah, it's more dark, but at the same time, it's more. Realistic. It's, 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 um, A bit it's, more realistic. it's safe. It's safe. <clears throat> they, they trying to go overboard. I think they're going to start, like, pushing the limits. Though Marvel has been pushing the limits. That's why yeah. they make them better. So, so you, you're going with Marvel. Yeah, I'll go with Marvel. Now that they have the X Men though, now that the Disney's gonna buy the um is going to buy Fox and all their properties and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're gonna about to get they're about to get X Men, then hell yeah, they're gonna be the best. What about you, D Z? They'll have them all. Oh, I'm D C all the way. D C? Yeah. Who's your who's your favorite D C character? Oh man, I would have to say uh Damn, just one? I, mean, I can't give you four. Uh, <laughs> I can't do the four. Can't do the Rock Rushmore? Yeah, you, the- you, you, not to cut you. Go ahead. Say what you, I want to say something when you're done. Um, I would definitely have to go with Batman. Batman, that's my dude. Now, right you know, something too, why it's uh, difficult for DC to make, uh, I think, to make movies as epic uh, like Marvel is because the superheroes they have in DC are old school. Yeah. They're yeah. from the old era. So that they're like more of like good versus bad. Yeah, they're not as complex. Batman's the only character that's more complex. So that's why Batman's always been epic. But Superman, when you really think about it, it's just him versus bad guy. Like there's no complexity to it. You know, that's why they try to make when well, his last movie, Superman movie, they try to make it a little more complex when he died. Yeah, but it was too complicated for some people. Batman versus Superman, I'm talking about. So, you know, that's what I think. What's going on with with DC is kind of hard. For them to make movies that, you know, it, it's just there. It's just there's little kind of like boring. I guess you could say they're they're. I don't know. That, I'm not a big Superwoman fan. 
but that movie was dope. Yes, they did a good job with that. They did a great, they, they did a great job. And she's fine. I'll hit. Yeah, I'll hit Sachi. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> Sachi all things. Sachi. You know what Sachi means, right, Chings? What? It means raw. Like my shirt. You see, it says raw on my T-shirt. You're disgusting. <laughs> Sachi. Yo, so to go back a little bit with the music, um, what's your favorite genre? Um, That's a good question. Um... I mean, you grew up rap. I mean, you were a rapper before. So. <laughs> nah. Beep, beep, bo, bo. Um, <laughs> can I say your old school rap name? Dilo, Dilo. Say, say, say. Nah, that's, all, that's hard. I'm going to be honest, reggae. Reggae? reggae? Just like arsonist. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like dance, so I like reggae, like Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. things like that. I like that reggae. Like, it, it calms me down. And, and my second favorite is rock. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I love Coldplay. I love ACDC. So, um, so, let's, wow. so, speaking How about you, DZ? Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. I, well, you know where I grew up. Reggae. <laughs> uh, I, I, the re- reggae's up there. Um, I'm definitely a hip-hop fan. Um, oh, that means my older brother, though, he was super into EDM music. So, mm-hmm. that's why I like it. Oh, you know what's coming uh, next, Boogie. Yeah. I got to ask him. I got to ask you. You're my Rushmore now for uh, hip-hop. Yeah, here yeah. we go. Hip-hop. Not, hip-hop I, no, don't get me no, wrong. You're one of the biggest hip-hop fans I know. I, 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 I love hip-hop. So, like, hip-hop is in my blood. So, for you, we have we, what we do on the show is for, we do one for athletes and music, but for the music one for y'all. We're going to do one with athletes, but for music, you have to pick your four. All time. All time. Oh, that's easy. All Dead or alive. Dead, Dead or alive. Any genre. Any genre. Only four. Only, only four. four. It's any, a Mount Rushmore. Any, four. any year. I got it. Be it now. You ready? Go ahead. Mount Rushmore. Jay Z. Okay. A. B.I.G. Okay. Eminem. Okay. Man, okay. what's the next one? Every genre, not just hip hop. I got right? it. Are we got doing hip hop? No, no, just, just any genre. All time. Okay, any genre. You said any genre? Yeah. All time. It's all time. Oh, all time. Not even hip hop. Not all time. Well, well, you know what? I'll give you one hip hop, then you can do one of all. All right. Uh, Okay. So Jay Z, Biggie, Eminem, Eminem, and I would say Nas. Okay. Okay. What about you, DZ? DZ, hip hop. Uh, For hip hop? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Jay Z, uh, Nas. I'm going to go with Most Def. Yes. Nice. Wow, there's a lot. Uh, definitely have to go with Eminem. Oh, white boy, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let you, you're all, you're all time. Well, all time Every artists, genre. Artists, any, any genre. genre. Daryl Larley. Um, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson. Yes. And uh, Juan Luis Guerra. Yeah. Yeah, legend. Wow. wow. In Spanish. We seen him live okay. too, so I know. Which I felt it. If you <laughs> if you guys don't know who that is, I would say Hector Lavoe, but he didn't really. He had an impact, but he didn't make as well. He made a lot of music, but I feel like Juan Luis Guerra made a big impact from when I was growing up. So well, to the Dominicans, yeah, for the Dominicans, cause I'm Dominican. What about you, DZ? All time, you gotta have Michael Jackson in there. Mm-hmm. Um, tough. I can name four. Is what you said? Yeah, yeah four all time. Four, four, four of all time, uh, dead or alive. Any genre. I'm gonna go uh, Michael Jackson. Sammy Davis Jr. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, man. No John Lennon? Tell me stop. John Lennon was dope. I know. I'm like, um, can we, uh, is this group or just yeah, individual you can, you person? Can do a group of all group. time. Hey, it's your all time. It all has to be four. Um, I'll definitely have to say the Beatles. Yes. And then Jimi Hendrix. Ooh, that was nice. five. That was actually five, but we'll let that slide. Jimmy, <laughs> yeah, there's Jimmy right there. Yeah. <laughs> Legend. So, what about your athletes? I know you're a big sports fan. <sighs> All time. All so, time. even from when you were growing up, now you can. Uh, I mean, I know Tom Michael Brady's Jordan, of course. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um, in baseball. 
I'm waiting for, let's just say, Tom Brady, all four faces. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big Alex Rodriguez fan, but... No Jose, Can- no Jose, no Jose Canseco? Boo. No, um, no Babe Ruth? Nah, not Babe Ruth. Mickey Mantle? I'm going to put Alex Rodriguez there. Boo. Okay. He, he's one of the greatest baseball players ever. Boo. Even though, you know, the drugs or whatever, but he was great. Nah, he never played for the Dominican team in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> That's why I don't like him. He got injured. He couldn't play. No, nah, he didn't want to play. No, he did play. He was part of the team. Sure. <laughs> and then uh, I would say. Um, Think of a classic pitcher, too. There's a lot of classic pitchers. Uh, LeBron James. Oh, wow. LeBron. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Alex Rodriguez. What about you, Derek? Um, I'm going to put number one, uh, my step-grandfather. Uh, I've only seen him play uh, through older videos that we have, but uh, Luperdette. Definitely in there to beat the Yankees in the 1957 World Series. Was MVP, mm-hmm. hit the home run. Nice. Home nice. Run. Um, I got to have Tom Brady in there for football, most definitely. Michael Jordan for basketball all day. Um, and side-by-side in basketball, I got to say Larry Bird. Okay. Oh. Uh, I thought I was going to say some shit like Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, I, you know, I'm not really a hockey fan. Speaking of basketball, why do you guys think they're always comparing LeBron and Jordan? They it's, shouldn't. Yeah, they never should. You, they never should. They're can. both they're great they're, athletes, but two different eras. I think I think LeBron will pass Michael Jordan in terms of like uh, points and scoring. Absolutely, he's gonna be the I, number one scorer. Yeah, but I think um, and Ma- LeBron has done more social work than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's never done that type of work, but Michael Jordan took basketball to another level. He transcended the sport. Yeah, he so brought. That's he, what, he made it to the big stage. Yeah, that's so. what that's what always make him great. Um, and you know they always say, "Oh, that he was a killer and he shoots the ball, whatever." Um, that's true. But I think LeBron, all of overall athlete, is one of the most amazing. One of the greatest players. Yeah, one of the greatest. Like he was a great passer, great scorer, great shooter. He sucks at free throws though. Just like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to play the game of football. Uh, yeah, he's. Oh. A, there's no doubt in that. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who doubts that's just a sad person. Yeah. <laughs> and, sad Tom person. <laughs> and, and, and Tom Brady's not. And Tom Brady. Oh, another thing that makes LeBron great is he's very. Uh, he's a very intellectual individual. Yes. He and he he came very out of high smart. school. Yeah. And he came out of high school, so that's what makes him great. With no father. And that's what makes Tom Brady great too, because he's very intellectual. Um. He he even says he has two seconds to throw that ball, and he expects those players to be there. But you know, everything is a team sport too. You know. Exactly. So everybody, the peop- teams have made him great. So. Exactly. Like, um, I want to talk also about the um, kids coming straight out of high school to the sports. Like, do you think they should bring that back, that rule? Um, like, for basketball? In a way, because it matures players. But I think at the end of the day, you should have the right. It's fucked up that the NCAA, whatever, they make all this money off of you and you don't get nothing out of it. So you think college kids should get paid? In a way, they should get something because... Yo, at least these, their parents compensate the, 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 something. They're making billions of dollars off these kids. And, oh, they're getting a free ride. Yeah, they're getting a free ride. But they're also making billions of dollars. And these boosters that give all this money, you know, it's a scheme. That coach from Arizona just got bagged. Oh, he's giving like $100,000 to a player yeah. for them to sign. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, these college these college alumni, they, they want their team to win. And they'll give money to these players. They give money. They people know what it is. Yeah, they're already getting money. Might as well give them something, you know. But then again, it's like they become a personal player. You know, I don't. I honestly don't know how you would fix it, but it's like I think players should have a choice. Like if they want to play, and they want to go. What? 
who are you to determine, you know? Exactly. But at the end of the day, it's a private league. They own it, you know, so they can make those rules. So if you have a boy and your son's one of the greatest basketball players ever and they offer you 100000 for your son to go here, yeah, you taking it? Hell yeah, I'm taking that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Quit. Nah, it got to be a school that I feel like he will fit in and do good, though. It's not going to be just, you know, Mississippi State or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle yeah. bubble fuck. <laughs> like Duke or something. The South, oh, the Duke South States though. suck, yeah, bro. Right. The states in the South suck, like, to chill. Yeah. When I was in the Army, I went all over. Kentucky, that shit sucks. Tennessee sucks. Uh, Are you talking North about basketball now? No, I'm no, talking, about talking about living there. Living. Oh, okay. The, the oh, my God. Florida's Boring? the shit. Florida's the shit. Compared to New York? Yes. Yeah. People come here for vac- People here come to vacation. You know? for Orlando's one of the greatest cities, I feel like, in the whole country. Because we're in the middle, we're in the middle of everything. It's the number one tourist city in the world. Exactly, That's we, true. we are the Vegas of kids. If this yeah. put a casino in Orlando, we'll, we'll take out Las Vegas. Yeah, it would be crazy. Jinx would be there all day. You're right. <laughs> you Give him massages. Uh, Orlando's the best city, <laughs> and, and what makes Orlando the best is because happy ending. Wow. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. 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 This conversation went. Hey, she took it there. I'm with it. Well, anyways, what makes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to beat the punch. <laughs> he's married. He's married, man. Married. What 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 makes Orlando great is that we're in the middle of everything. So yeah. if we want to go to the beach, it's right there. We want to go to the casino in Tampa, we're right there. We want to go to Miami, it's only two or three hours, you know. And you got Boca, all those rich cities over there down south. And it's cheap. Well, it's cheap. It's the cost yeah. of living here, is, well, some places not no more. It's yeah. actually yeah. actually going up and yeah, yeah, yeah. The cost of li- is crazy. An apartment here, you might as well just get uh. A house. Well, yeah, if you pay for a farm, sure. you might as well buy a house. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. It's to, I read an article. It's, it's cheaper to buy a house in Florida than to rent an apartment. <laughs> it is. But the sad thing is, is there's so much inflammation in that that the houses aren't even worth, worth what you've got to paint. But at the end of the day, you, you want to own what you what you pay for, too, you know? It's like if you got an apartment, you're but leasing it. The sad thing is, is, you really don't even own it. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, well, Just yeah. You if you don't title, pay, doesn't yeah. If you don't pay the house, you got to pay that in whatever thirty years mortgage. Yep. Technically, you don't own that shit because technically they kick your ass out. Yeah, exactly. So, you got taxes. They'll take your house just for oh, not yeah. paying the taxes. But once you pay those thirty years, though, then you own everything. So, so uh, we have a topic today. Um, one of the topics we have, well, the only topic we have. Um, well, how you got you a father, Derek? Yeah, Easy. definitely. Let you you're a father of a daughter, or since you have a daughter, how would you feel if your daughter, nineteen years old, dating a twenty-seven year old? Do um, you accept it? Go, Derek, go first. I go second. He has older daughters than me, so your daughter's nineteen years old dating a twenty-seven year old. You know what I see? It's not about the age. Okay. It really isn't. It's uh, about respect between the two. So if I saw that they both respected each other. To the point, uh, the age really doesn't matter to me. Okay. Um, like kind of like what he just said. Um, I didn't think you want you kind of. I guess Emma's only three now. I kind of hope that by the time she's eighteen, nineteen, she's responsible, she's respectful, she knows right from wrong already, and I raise her to be a great woman. Um, so I believe whatever decision she makes after eighteen is up to her. I can't really control her. You know, as long as, like how he said, the guy respects her and shows her the love, and that's all I ask for, you know? Yeah. Now, if he puts her hands on her, I'm killing her. That's <laughs> it. Straight up. <laughs> what about you, Arsenal? I mean, I, I kind of agree with them because once you hit 18, like everything we've taught them and 
it, it basically we, we have to guide them to, to make the right decisions. So once by the age eight, 18, 19, they should already know what's right from wrong, you know, respect and all that. So that, that, And that's why um, I went to, uh, when I had Emma, I went to a daddy boot camp thing where they were kind of teaching you about like father rules, how to treat your kid. And a lot of things is psychological. Um, if you see on Instagram nowadays, you see all these girls looking for attention, showing their ass on Instagram, all that shit. That's just they looking for attention. You know, there's a lot of girls that take pictures, they look nice. That's cool. But yeah. there's girls that go overboard. Yeah. You know, even strippers. They What do you guys always say? Daddy issues, right? Yeah. A lot of these girls that are on social media looking for attention, looking for a guy to give them attention. A lot of these girls don't even want sex. They just want somebody to say hi to them and, 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 and talk to them, you know? So what what happens is, is that in our society, the fathers that are not there and giving them that love, showing them what a man is, you know, when my daughter's older, I'm going to take her out on dates. I'm going to open the door for her. I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say you're welcome. So she's raised with like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Exactly. And instead of always telling your daughter that she's beautiful, you tell her that she's intelligent. Why? So when she looks for a man, she doesn't give a fuck that the man says, oh, you look good. No, she gives a fuck if the man thinks she's smart. So you want to look for a man that's smart as you. So that way when she grows up, she understands that I don't need a man to tell me that I'm beautiful. I need a man to tell me that I'm smart mm-hmm. and I'm and yes. ambitious. So that's what's wrong with our society now with the girls coming up, especially in the Spanish community. You know, they be showing their ass, twerking, doing whatever. It's not all of them. Don't get me no, wrong. No, it's not all of there's them. Lot of good, not. There's a lot of, lot of good girls, but... <laughs> yeah, chinks don't do that. So we I'm do. a good girl. Right? Yeah, I know. But for the most part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but definitely there's girls, bro, that you be like, yo, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you yeah. be like... And, and, and guys will get the attention. They just want to hit, bro. The, we're animals, bro. Yeah, girls that crazy. Crave attention, yeah. We just want to hit, and we're gonna hit, and we're gonna hit. Yeah, and we're gonna hit. And it's like you said, a girl's a girl's first love. All right, yeah. Yeah. Sachi, I don't believe in Sachi. You been hitting the ass, right? Nah, I don't do the booty hole. Yo, that shit is good too. When they take a shit off, you say you eat butt. No, I eat butt. Wait, 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 yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just said when they take a what? When they take a shit, you hit. Hit him in the asshole and they took a shit in your dick. Whoa. You wow. never had that happen? That's called the, wow. What was that called again? A no, blumpkin? I don't even fuck with <laughs> that. Oh, all right. That's not a blumpkin. My jaw just dropped. What happened dropped. when you woke up with Chris Brown? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about, man? Hey, bro. You don't remember on the way here? I don't nah. remember shit. But, you know, as, as a society, you know, girls just, you know, it's, it's, I think it's hard, too, to be a father now, too, with social media, you know? Social, social media, media takes over everything. Yo, bro. They, they do. Yo, they bro. Mean, they they when control it, the world. Yeah, yeah, it does. Especially when, like, a fight breaks out. When a, when a fight breaks out, the person doesn't think about stopping it. The first thing they do is take out their phone and start World recording. Star. Yeah, and, like, that's what's wrong with society. You like, know, like, kids like that little enjoyment, you know? I, I can see why. You know, everybody likes a little fight here and there. It's an ego booster. Yeah, you know, but, you know... At but the end of the day, though, that comes back to you know bullying and, and also the, no, but the, the, the ego. The ego comes in play too, is because they didn't have a figure, a parent figure there to raise them and show them that they don't need to be egotistic. They don't need to. They don't need that attention. You know, a lot of girls that act out, or even guys, uh, boys that act out, that want to be gangster, that want to sell drugs and all this shit, because they didn't have that father figure or that mother figure there. You know, that's why it's important 
that when you have a kid or, or you become a parent or if you are a parent that you show them the right from wrong and, the, and your mistakes are what you've done. The crazy thing about that is, is when you call someone out on their bullshit like, oh, you attention this and you like likes that. Oh, don't take Instagram that serious. I'm just doing no, it and, for the fun. Like, and you no, know, you want attention, I, bitch. No, and, and, you are. And I, and, and I try to tell my DJs too, like, um, don't worry about what other people are doing. Like, don't worry yeah, about... Yeah, you preach that, you preach that I, I, a lot. I preach that a lot because you got to worry about yourself. Don't worry about what other people are doing. I feel like... And it's not my DJs that do that, but I just say that to them so they know. Um, but, like, everybody in general, I feel like a lot of people go on social media and they see these people that got real money that... Mm -hmm. and, and they be like, yo, I could live like that. Like, they think they could live like yeah, that. Yeah, you live by Or your even names. DJs, I see all these super DJs that are DJing all over the world. Like, they're on that level. They're on that tier. And they they're like, and I'm not saying you can't be on that tier, but don't try to act like like they try to live that, you know. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I know where this is going, but I'm gonna stay quiet. No, no, I'm just being honest. You talking about your show, niggas? No, I'm just saying this. Quiet. I know certain people that do that. They try to live above their means and like, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm living like That's, them, exactly. but I'm really not. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of girls that are faking it. You know, they they act like they want to get all these shoes and all this shit. And for what? You buy all these red bottles and for what? You spend a two thousand dollars. But do you have life insurance? Do you have health insurance? Do you have a 401k? Sam, you know, what's crazy is that earlier today I was just thinking, I'm like, I see all these bitches buying, and I'm not a hater when it comes to that. Like, yo, if, nah, if you got it, if get you it. got it, you got it. But, like, what are you doing beside that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing on your free time? What is it that fulfills you? What is it that, like, I just don't see, like, all they do is, is post pictures in a new fit, and it's like, damn, it's cute, okay. But what else are you doing? Yeah, and then, you know, everybody wants to go on social media and act like I'm making moves. Oh, look, I'm here doing yeah, this. Yeah, I'm doing this. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Just do it. Do it. Like, mm -hmm. like who cares, bro? Like, well, you know, it's, it's, I think it's okay to share with people what you're doing, yeah. but you don't have to go overboard. Yeah, and people, it, the problem is social media has made people go overboard. Because they... You know, like, like you know, if I'm in the they do it for the likes. Like, if I built, like, I built my studio, right? Long time ago, when I put a picture up, yo, I just built my studio. Of course, I want to let my fans and my and of my course. family and, and people know. Thank you, I appreciate it. But when you post shit all the time, oh, I'm this, I'm that. It's like you want somebody to tell you that you're good. Yeah, you and the, and that's and honestly, that's a lack of that person not having somebody there. To tell them that they're good growing up. It's yeah. insecurity. So they seek, they, they, exactly. They, they seek, uh, you know, to They seek validation. Validation, there you go. And, and, and women and men I nowadays. Didn't know, I didn't know Arsons knew that word. <laughs> men men nowadays. the guy who dropped out of college. <laughs> men wow. nowadays are, are too. bitches too, so <laughs> imagine that. I got my associate's degree, homeboy. <laughs> Let me see it. At home, I'll show you. <laughs> oh, I have a bachelor's degree, by the way, also. You went to full self. I went to full self university, paid off my student loans. <laughs> you, you paid off your student loans? I did. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own Sally Mae no so, more. So nah, so fuck Sally May. so what's next for LMP and what 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 do you want for LMP now? Um Besides be, the record pool thing. Uh to be honest, um what I want I've always wanted is just uh to have a good great group of DJs doing what they do love what they love best, providing good music on the website. You know, I thought about getting artists and all that, but that shit is too much work and too much money. Too much money, yeah. And, and you know, you know, and it's a lot of competition, a lot of hate, um, and a lot of guys, you know, they have this mentality to make that one dollar now instead of thinking about make the twenty dollars in the future. Um, I think that way, you know. Yeah. Th and that's why I always preach that to people. Um, think about trying to make that twenty dollars. Don't worry about making that one dollar now. And a lot of guys do that. 
But for LMP, you know, that's one thing, you know, our studio. And just keep doing what we're doing, honestly. Be consistent uh, and I'll, um, and just keep our, our name going, you know. Um, like I don't, like I said, I don't care about the fame. I don't care if people know who I am. That shit don't fucking bother. I don't go. I don't really give a fuck about that shit. What I care about is being able to do something great, feed my family, be a great father, and just help people that are around me. I've always tried to help all my DJs, anybody that's in my circle. I try to help them to be a better person. I try exactly. to give them that advice, you know. And you do do that, man. We always appreciate you. I, I've I've always tried to look out for everybody. I've I've never tried. I never try to fuck anybody over. I believe in karma. So, because of you, I gained 130 pounds. Next, anyway, uh, DZ. <laughs> Just 130 pounds. Fuck you, boogie. So, DZ, now that you passed this class, what what is your what's your goal? Ch- dispensary. We're gonna open some dispensaries up. Oh man, Coffee I would shop? love to. I'm the VIP Coffee of his uh, his Yo, company, by the way. Also, to, to <laughs> I'm the treasurer. I'm the treasurer. I'm the security. I'm hired everybody. I'm the clerk. Ooh. I got you. We're gonna get high at the door. I'll be like, "What you no, want?" No, actually, there's Hurry so up, many. Uh, <laughs> there's so much money in this industry that you stupid. There's a even. It's just the broader look of it that, yeah, you could own a dispensary. You could grow a certain strain. You can make money off that. There's a lot of um, flooding going on though right now because of the recreational that's going out in the medical. Uh, marijuana that's being passed that everybody wants to jump in that field but if you actually look at the hemp field it's really huge and um there's a we daily millions of dollars of hemp is coming out of europe coming out of mexico coming out of canada um asia and they're selling it to us here in the united states but they're not allowing us to grow it and make it ourselves here yeah so which is not making America great at all. It isn't. It isn't. And, you know, they're they're trying to push for hemp to be able to uh, farmers to grow it because it just makes more sense. Exactly. But it just it's crazy. Where I see myself is um, I got a lot more learning to go through. OK. I want to learn a lot more about it. Um, I don't want to just just because I got a couple classes in and jump into the field and not really know what I'm doing. Um, I do have a plan and a goal, but um, you educate yourself. No, yeah, that's ed- my goal. Uh, education is important. I, I, I know some for some people education is not for you, but if you go to school, get a training for something and, and what you believe in and what you want to do, get it because it's important. You know, um, I went to school to be a programmer, web designer, and that's what I accomplished. Um, so I always recommend anybody who wants to do something like Derek right now, he wants to learn how to do hemp and do all that stuff, he's going to school for that. Yeah, don't get me training. wrong. I mean, you guys know me. I love weed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I know. I live with you, so I know what it is. <laughs> we know. But, yeah, education is important, you know. And I think they, you do need that little paper or that training to to take you to the next level, you know. Believe it or not. People don't, oh, you don't need that. Yeah, there's some people that have made it without it, yes. But there's a lot of people that haven't. That exactly. are working regular jobs that, are, that have no 401k life insurance. that have nothing to show for. I would say my advice is that you really have to go after what you love. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that are in school. And they get this degree, and then they come out of it and don't do anything in the field that they learned. Yeah, I've it's seen because that. they haven't loved it. <laughs> I've seen you know, that. I think I've seen that. I mean, I mean, I've seen strippers yeah, <laughs> with <it's> degrees. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Chinks. Damn. Wow. Wait, 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 commercial break. Commercial break. Commercial. <laughs> break. I write my shit off on my taxes. Thank you. <laughs> commercial break. Commercial break. Are you depressed? Are you having a bad day? <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, before we leave, are I you having a baby shower? Can't get it up. <laughs> Can't get it up. Call Wolfpack Lou for got, all your liquor needs. He'll get the that. party started right exactly. at Wolfpack Lou. Shout out to Wolfpack Lou on Shout that. Shout out to Lou. Hold on, let me plug in my web design company, 82AGC.com. Wait, you ain't a sponsor. Hold on. Yo, what talk, what talk, tell us about hey, that. Hey, how do you know Scare. we might be? Huh? <laughs> yeah, explain to us 80, what 82 Agency is. Oh, uh, so I started, uh, I actually always had the name 82 because 82 is 82 se- 82nd Airborne Division in the Army. That was all the year of. that you were born. And it's all the year I was born. So 82 Agency basically is a web design uh, branding company that I started. And uh, we basically do embroidery, snap hats, logos, websites, apps, and all that stuff. So my dream now, my ambitious dream is to create my own studio and office and have people working for it. And that's my next step. Besides LMP, because uh, a millionaire once told me, you can never make money just one way. You have to make money multiple ways to succeed exactly. in life. So if one avenue of money doesn't come in, you have other avenue of money coming in. Well, you heard that, people. We got a new sponsor, 82 Agency, for the podcast. Yeah. Hey, bro, I got some snapbacks. You already know. Yeah. I like that. Podcast Junkie Snapback. Yo, yes. be- before, we, before we go, I want to hear that number again. How many month views LMP gets a month? Uh, we get a million. We, honestly, we get like a million per week, and we get about, what, I don't know, like five, ten million a month. Oof. Shit. Page views. Oh, man. And, um... And like in an hour, we probably do three thousand to ten thousand, something like that, or more. Wow. Um, the weekends is the most popular to be on the page. Um, yeah, that's about it. And our mixes is for, for famous. Like, I've had people. I've gone to different countries and states all over the world. I traveled all over the world promoting LMP, and people. I, I don't know. Some people recognize me because I guess they see me. But they know the name. I've gone, I've gone to parties. I've gone to restaurants where they're playing LMP mixes. And one thing that I can always say is that when it comes to the Spanish community, LMP has made their mark. We're known. Exactly. All the labels definitely. know who we are. The artists know who we are. Um, and we, I've made my mark in history, you can say. Exactly. I, I've, with my partner. I, I've, I've, I've Shout out to Tiger, even though I hate him. That's <laughs> my dog, though. But um, Tiger we, um, I've gone to the Latin billboards in Miami with Leche and the team, and one thing I can say is LMP does get the love. Like, we, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get stopped in the middle of the street from producers, engineers, artists, labels. Like, oh, yeah, LMP? Oh, yeah, we want to meet y'all. Come on. like Yeah, and, you know, and I believe in all artists. Like, I always try to show love to all the artists. Cause I think that you gotta be humble, man. You got exactly, and, and anything in life you gotta be humble. You can't be this thing negative person. You gotta take everybody in, meet them, see how they are. You know, you don't gotta be everybody's best friend or anything like that. But just take people how they are, and, and you know, help each other out. You know, if people helped each other out more in life, things would be better. You just never know the opportunity that's gonna exactly. come knocking on their door that could help you. I've had people come up to me ten years ago, and now they're doing things, and they hit me up like, "Yo, can you help me?" And I got some funding for you, and then we make we do business, mm-hmm. and and then just remember me being humble or me being this person that helped them out in the beginning. You know, never bring your bridges. Yeah, never, 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 because you never know who you're gonna meet, no matter yeah. where they're exactly. from, what color they are, what language they speak. You know, and you always gotta do your best, whatever you do. All right. Exactly. So plug your uh, before we, we go, plug, plug your Instagram, your Instagram, Facebook. Like people hit you up. Your mi gente, your back page, your MySpace, back page. <laughs> Backpage, <laughs> backpage.com slash 
The Milkman. <laughs> you already know. Yo, I used to do. I used to do back in the day the Milkman show on MP Radio. Uh, how was your intro? How was your intro? How was your intro? How it go? So how it go? We used to do the Eddie Murphy song. I don't know if you got that. Can you do the Eddie Murphy? I think we Which do. One? The My girl likes to party all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we used to play that one time, Boogie. You can't queue it up. Now you now you brought it up. You gotta do it now. Well, we. I used to do my own show. I used to be funny, so I used to do the show where you used to be funny. I used to call. I we used to call people. We used to have people call in, and uh, this girl used to call in all the time, moaning and shit. And so we had her. We used to use her to call guys, different guys. Like we'll get DJs and people we know. They'll give us a number, and we'll have them call that person's phone, and they'll just start talking to the guy, <laughs> mass sexual. <laughs> and uh, one guy actually started jerking off. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, the bro. fuck? That nigga was getting mad horny with the girl on the line. You sure it wasn't arsonist? <laughs> no, nah, that no. one eight. They had to switch their number to a one eight hundred number. <laughs> so yeah. that was the milkman show, you know. Opie used to help me too. Shout out to Opie, missed that dude. Oh, oh, uh. yeah. Oh my god. Party all the time. <laughs> and uh. this isn't '80s retro porn music right here. Uh. What? I, I can see myself beat my meat to this song. How would you beat it? Left to the right. Right hand. He's beating Pepe. On right um, beat or off? Uh, on beat. Uh, uh. If you can see me on camera, you can see the stroke. You see that change? Check me out. Hey. With the shoulders moving. You, me- you hey. remember Tybo? Hey. Hey. Why are you looking at me in the eye? Because <laughs> if, if I look at Archie, Super it, uncomfortable it, it, right makes, now. it makes me look uncomfortable. I just, the way you're shooting, <laughs> I, I don't want to get hit. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> you heard him? The way you're shooting, I don't want to get wanna hit. <laughs> so when the music will stop, I'll be like, you already know what it is. The milkman show. Swallow back, swallow back, swallow back. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Swallow back. <laughs> there you go. That was the milkman show. Hey, that's the new intro now for the podcast junkies. <laughs> podcast junkies. Now, nah, but today was a great show. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you for inviting me. A lot of people. Always welcome. A lot of people always ask what LMP is, and we always explain. But now it's better coming from you because you started it. Yeah, and there's, I, there's a lot more to it, you know. Um, but definitely, you know, we what well, we well basically we're we're around, we do music, we do entertainment, we do um, marketing and promotion. And we help artists and we help DJs. Basically, that's what we are. And we're an association of DJs. That's True. dope. That's dope. DZ, plug your Instagrams. Where, where can they follow you? You follow me at Mad Flavor D. And that's the only connection that I have. That's it. Damn. And then let's you your Instagram. I am LMP. Oh, uh, I am LMP and uh, 82 Agency. And that's a wrap. I go by the name of Juice. I'm DJ Arsonist. I'm Chinks. And Boogie's back. Yeah, Boogie's hey. back. And we are the Podcast Junkies. Peace out. You. Peace and love. God bless. Niggles. Bye, Juan.